What's up, everybody? Good to be back just talking movies. Literally just doing that. There's really no main theme or anything like that for today, but I just wanted to talk the basically what I've been watching the past few weeks, past few months, actually, a couple months. I can't believe it's been a couple months since we've been inside already. But, man, without further ado, I just wanted to mention that I love bad movies, and I'm Stuntman Jess, and I saw a bad movie. Well, not a bad movie to me. I actually really loved this movie. I actually was endeared by it. I was charmed by it. And that was, it's going to surprise some people, Doolittle. I loved it uh, with Robert Downey Jr. I thought he did a magnificent job as Doolittle. I don't know much about the character besides the the classic movies, the Eddie Murphy movies and stuff like that. But uh, this one was a cool take on it. I loved seeing uh, like a swashbuckling element uh, added into that movie. And uh, the, the way that he's able to communicate with animals is literally by speaking like that specific animal. I don't know. It's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, like that edge that he brought to uh, that Robert Downey jr brought the sherlock holmes he brought it to the uh to Doolittle, and i thought and i and i really appreciated it i thought it was a really welcomed addition to the character and i don't know if i'll see a sequel to that but i would love a sequel to that in any way shape or form animated tv show i don't know i don't care uh but you know uh things like that don't tend to happen but man I'm glad I actually bought it on 4K and I'm glad I did. So there you go. But one of the biggest movies that I wanted to talk about today was actually uh, VFW. Now, this is a smaller indie flick uh, directed by uh, Bezos. Bezos, what's his name? Why am I, why am I blanking out? Uh, Joe Bezos, yes. He, he's made like four movies already. And I just discovered this guy. This movie literally flew over my head. And I know a lot of you cinephiles out there know who he is. And I can't believe that this character this movie uh has just you know fly uh just flown right under my radar and i did not even realize that this film existed until the day before i bought it which was uh on friday so uh this movie it has such a simple premise but that's not what makes the film what makes the film is having all these badass veteran actors like they play veterans like uh uh uh, from Vietnam, but they're literal like uh, veteran B movie actors, like in horror movies and stuff like that. Like, like Stephen Lang is maybe like the biggest name in the movie, and and he's like an Avatar and stuff like that. So he we like he's the exception to the rule. But everyone else, like William Shadler, Martin Cove, uh, uh, and uh, Fred Williamson, you know, like a, a lot of cool things, man. Like there, there's a lot of throwbacks uh, to a lot of Carpenter type of stuff, especially with the music, a synth soundtrack, which we hear a lot of movies today but it's really welcomed in this film like i don't see another score for this movie i don't i can't hear another score for this movie there it's just it just fits perfectly and the aesthetics are beautiful like they use a lot of neon colors and it was shot on film so the movie actually looks very grainy and on 4k i got it on 4k i didn't a movie like this usually doesn't even get a 4k release uh and uh it looks fantastic like the grain is just enhanced even more that much more with the uh with the 4k quality and i suggest that if anyone is planning on seeing this movie or buying it check it out on 4k i mean that's that's all i gotta say about that one i mean it's badass if you love like if you're a gore hound like i am like i love me some gory movies man this 
is like really, really bloody. Like you got limbs being chopped off left and right, legs, arms, heads being blown up, decapitated. I mean, these guys go crazy because they have like more fight left in them, you know, because Vietnam is a war that we came back wounded from. You know what I mean? We were hurt by that. So they have all this fight left in them and it's just awesome. And the way they all speak to each other, you really do buy that they have been friends for for as long as they've been these characters have been friends and it's it's just awesome it's a really really cool movie it's like it's so freaking rad like i can't recommend it enough try to check and try to watch it uh, uh on any platform you can i don't know what where it's available on but uh it's awesome i, I know you could buy it digitally at best buy the curbside pickup man uh not digitally sorry uh, physically at best buy that curbside pickup is amazing i love it you just order it on your phone and they bring it right to your car they either leave it on the hood or you could open like a back seat or the or the trunk and they leave the movie in there so really really cool uh and i love that i love that curbside pickup uh but man i've just been watching so much stuff train to busan i've never seen that movie and i uh, i know i sound like a rookie <laughs> but uh with all these things that i've just discovered but uh train to busan is a movie that i've actually been wanting to see for a long time but then i saw that it had bad reviews and i'm not the type of guy to get influenced uh by reviews uh good or bad and look the the name of the podcast is i love bad movies like you know there's i am no, notoriously known by my friends that uh i am very forgiving for certain types of movies and uh, uh th- this uh, this movie uh had uh, like a low rotten tomato score or something so it kind of like turned me off to the fact that like damn i was really excited for it and now i could just wait or put it off and i was really wrong like i i never listen to the critics this is probably one of the best zombie movies i've ever seen it's like the main premise if you guys have for those who have, haven't seen it like it's a very simple premise like you know a, a little girl it's her birthday and her her mom and her dad are you know are broken up and they live and they live you know really far away from each other so they have to take a train if uh whenever the little girl goes to see her mom or vice vice versa so the thing is is that the dad doesn't is really uh uh, uh doesn't really want to go uh, take the kid to see her mom for a birthday and uh he finally caves in they get on the train somebody infected gets on the train and like it's really cool it's like basically like the train is divided uh the way society is divided by classes and stuff like that like the the i guess the first class version of what a train is like i, I don't even i don't know what that's called but you know what i mean like those those people uh, uh are very like uh if you look funny or if you even walk funny they'll think you're a zombie like they're very like but when it happens to them it's like you know they don't know what to do so it's really cool but that's all i'm gonna say about that movie it's a zombie movie about people uh, like literally being eaten inside a train trying to get away this guy trying to protect this kid and it's actually more of a human story than anything else but the zombie stuff is really gnarly really cool uh man and uh i just been watching a lot of stuff on disney plus like disney gallery and stuff like that the way they made the mandalorian but that's not a movie we can't do that i rewatched john wick chapter three parabellum i'm just throwing all these movies in there i rewatched it on 4k i mean look so it looks amazing same reason for vfw in the sense where all the neon colors pops and stuff like that like it looks great aesthetically but when the action kicks in i mean come on it's john wick and this one in my opinion it's the best one 
excuse me, it's the best one, and I think it has the best action, I think it, uh, uh, it has a grander scale, like a bigger scope, and I really do appreciate that, I don't like using this term a lot, because everyone uses it, world building, but it does do that very well, and the way it ends, I love the way these movies end, they always end with a cool little cliffhanger, or something like that, or a big twist, or turn, and I don't know, I love that, and, and this, the movie is like awesome, like a, a lot of people, a lot of people that are hearing this probably seen it already but uh dude the, the knife scene is crazy like there's a part where he just jabs a knife into this guy's eye like really really slowly and it's like the most painful thing i've seen in a movie in a long ass time it's so freaking awesome and keanu reeves is just great and speaking of keanu reeves i'm loving the rumors don't quote me on this though because it might not happen but i'm loving the rumors that he might be the next ghostwriter i mean it's so appropriate he's into motorbikes and that's about it but still he would be a great ghostwriter and that's something that i would have never thought of i would have never picked up on that and i don't know i just now want to see him as as the writer and nothing else but if he's in the marvel universe uh uh in any way shape or form that'll be awesome my first choice would have been the obvious choice and that's the silver surfer can you imagine if keanu plays the silver surfer after lawrence fisherburn uh, 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 uh voiced him in the uh, uh rise of the silver surfer movie like that would be so cool it would come full circle the way everything comes full circle matrix style in john wick chapter three when he goes guns lots of guns you know there's a few matrix references there so that's pretty awesome and uh keanu the man of course uh i mean what else have i seen man i mean i've seen so many freaking things oh i rewatched the remake of pet cemetery that movie's fucked up i mean like the whole i don't know the i don't want to be disrespectful to the that that certain disease if it is real or not but man there's this disease that this uh, lady sister has that uh they flash back to when she was a kid and it's like it, it messes with your bones and and your body chemistry and you morph and, and and like you crinkle up into a ball eventually it's like it's really it looks really painful you can see the spine and like i don't know that certain character really really freaked me out and I remember it in the original movie, like the first uh, movie, and I haven't read the book, but man, I am really hesitant to read another Stephen King book after reading it, because that kind, that book kind of freaked me out, even though it was a lot of fun to read, that book was fucked up, but that, but that being said, what else have I seen, let's keep it moving, okay, here's a little controversial one, I love being controversial, not because I love, I love being, con uh, uh, a contrarian but i think that when we have different point of views they spark up like the best freaking debates or film argument not arguments film debates because arguments for film it's just dumb it's subjective you know what i mean you can't measure a movie by its quality it's just not possible if you love the worst movie ever made more power to you i don't care i just love that you love movies that's it we go vibe on that uh and you can tell me why you love it and i can tell you why i hate it and it's no problem uh this one is man of steel I think this film is an absolute superhero masterpiece. I swear to God when I mean those words. Like, it's always on the top like top of my list when we're talking about superheroes. I love the, the, the take on Superman. That's basically the, 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 the crux of the whole story. Like, it's him becoming Superman. And yes, it's another origin story. But the way it's filmed, the way it's told, it kind of feels like an art house film at some points. And that really shouldn't work, but it does for me. Uh, and I love Henry Cavill as this, like, serious Superman. And a lot of people have a problem with him uh, killing zod at the end snapping his neck but when you put him in that position when it's like 
A whole family or Zod? Who are you going to kill? Who are you going to... An innocent family that's about to just get incinerated with these with the, with the laser eyes and stuff like that. And he's holding him by the neck. Like, either let the people die or kill the last Kryptonian uh, beside him. And he had to do it, man. I mean, think about it. He had to freaking do it. It's not... It would be a less Superman thing to do to let those people die, in my opinion, than to let Zod live uh, uh, and, with that uh, victory. You know what I mean? He needed to do it. And I just love it. And when he puts on the suit for the first time i always get choked up teary-eyed the music swells in han zimmer's the freaking man soars off he just takes off i love it when he crashes into that damn mountain it's so cool the special effects are great they hold up and i could see them holding up for years to come it's just a fun freaking movie man uh i mean i have a, a literal list written down you guys this is insane i've seen so much man uh mandy with nicholas cage that's another crazy one that's what you see I, i'm going for like a I guess like a like a tech or 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 like a uh, uh, what's the word like a neon vibe I'm guessing because Mandy is lit very well with those same purple and blue colors like the VFW are and it has the same type of like grainy cinematic uh, uh, style like the uh, the cinematography is similar but they're not I think the I think in Mandy it's a little bit more creative because it's a little bit more serious but at the end of the movie it just turns into a blood fest just like VFW it turns into this grindhouse film it's like a beautiful romance and then it turns into this grindhouse movie and i love it and uh, slight spoilers for mandy i'm not really gonna give the movie away but the whole thing it's a story. it's a revenge story and you know this by the trailer uh it's a revenge story starring nicholas cage and uh, you know he's chasing after the he's going after this cult that this religious cult that's just gone batshit crazy because they made this batch of acid that was so fucking strong that all they did was get high once and they never came down from it ever again. <laughs> and that, that concept is just insane to me. And I and here's the here's a slight little spoiler. Uh, Nicholas Cage uh, he keeps getting beaten down. He keeps, you know, get, having a hard time catching these people. And then one, and then he just says, "Fuck it." He finds a little draw. He finds a jar of acid, of, of, but in its purest form, I'm guessing. And he just freaking takes a drop, and boom, he's on their level. We're talking chainsaw fights, but the freaking blades on these things are like six feet long. <laughs> or we're talking about Nicholas Nicholas Cage making an axe sword type of thing as a weapon it's like a medieval biker movie you can't really tell what time period this film takes place in and that's what i kind of love about that and vfw you can't really pinpoint uh, uh those movies like w uh, around what time that takes place in like it's uh, like obviously these are war veterans from vietnam and vfw so you could maybe guess i get you know but uh, it could take place in the 90s or in the 80s like they're old enough to be you know to, for that to make sense and mandy is also that way because not a cell phone gets pulled out or anything like that and if it and if it does it's an older phone and it's really cool like mandy is a movie that i recommend you watch especially if you have shutter i mean shutter is one of the greatest apps out there and that's what uh I wanted to get to next. Shudder is a great a horror movie app that I've just recently become addicted to. I'm watching so many cool documentaries. Like, there's one called The Core, and they talk about all these famous movies, all these B-movies also. Uh, they also demonstrate how they do practical, gory effects. I mean, it's awesome. They have their own special effects guy, and it's just a really cool documentary type of show where you're getting all these stories from these famous filmmakers, and it's just a cool insight into the horror world about 
uh, you know, they, they also comment about how, like, people don't take it as serious uh, as they should, and, and, and horror is just this throwaway genre, and I can't disagree with, uh, and I can't disagree any, uh, enough. You know, horror, uh, it's fun to be scared, you know what I mean? People are like, no, I don't want to see it, it's too scary, uh, or it sucks, you know, uh, whatever. I don't like horror movies because they're scared, right? But the whole thing is fun to be scared. Like, you know you're safe but you're scared at the same time because of what you might see because there have been some images in movies that have stuck with me for the, for like my whole life like recently the 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 most recent example that i could think of is hereditary uh and i'm not going to give it away because this is actually a movie where the twist is not the twist the, the turn it takes excuse me, where the, tur the turn it takes is just like, holy shit, you do not see it coming, and it is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen, probably the most disturbed I've been watching a movie, uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Tusk came really close, like, that got me really, really queasy, and I think he did a great job at that, you know, just doing that, but just this, what they do in Hereditary is just fucked up, and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, that scene will always stick with me and it's an image that will uh, that will forever haunt me and i only seen the movie twice and i don't even know if i'm gonna see it a third time i only see like I'm, i only would be willing to watch it for the same reason why i saw it a second time and that's to see the look on the people's face when the twist happens or the turn happens you know when that big moment happens it's just really shocking and really fucked up and it's just it's a great horror movie man tony collette should have freaking gotten not only nominated but i agree with a lot of people she fucking should have won that year for the oscars like she killed it in that movie like she gave it her all like literally like you could see her soul coming out of her in that movie like she gave her her all but uh i digress uh, let's keep moving forward man what else have i seen i've seen so much you guys i just have so much written down i'm sorry if you hear the pages turning on the notebook but i gotta i gotta see here i mean dude have you guys seen the guest with dan stevens with the director from your next i forget the director's name and i don't mean to be disrespectful but damn that director's awesome he's so cool he makes these fun self-aware horror movies but the guest is awesome because you have you essentially have this family that lost well this mother that lost her son and uh this guy comes knocking at the door she lost her son at war to be specific, and this guy comes knocking at the door, played by Dan Stevens, and he just comes to basically pay his respects to the mother because he used to fight alongside uh, the the her her son. And the movie's about him protecting the family, the kid from bullies, the girl from boys, and it takes a sweet turn where he's, you see it in the trailer, so it's not really that much of a giveaway. You know this guy's not right in the head, you know he's a little, uh, maybe a little uh, homicidal <laughs> is, is the best way to, the best term that I could use, but it's freaking badass. It's like, it's a horror movie. But it's more of an action thriller, if that makes sense. But it's definitely in the horror genre, and it's a movie that I think that it's just fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies in the past few years, and I think it's super, 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 super underrated. Except for by us people that love movies that we just can't get enough of them. <laughs> and we watch everything, and that's just one of them, one of the great ones uh, from from recent memory. Uh, let me see, what, I, what else do I have here? I've been watching the It Man movies. I love those movies because the fourth one came out. Uh, you know what else is underrated? Guillermo. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast. 
but I love Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak. That movie is beautiful. I don't care what anyone says. It's filled with great performances, beautiful visuals, wonderful direction, etc., etc. Like, this film is fantastic. Excuse me. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It's one of these movies that that uh, that portrays ghosts the way that you would you would imagine a real life ghost would look at, look like like a classic ghost like a floaty specter like floaty spirit and you know what I mean like for example if the person died by a gunshot wound to the head there's this cool effect that Guillermo del Toro puts in the movie where they still have that gunshot as a ghost but the blood is like flowing upwards like if they are in underwater or something like that and it's floaty it's all floaty it's ghost like you know what i mean it's so cool the special effects are so dope it's just amazing the creature effects of course they're going to be awesome it's freaking del toro he never uh he never disappoints uh i mean i've seen so much and i just can't name them all because we will literally be here for like 4 hours um basically wrapping it up i literally just saw uh, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel and Underworld with Kate Beckinsale, the classic Underworld. Uh, you know what I mean? Obviously, uh, a lot of people don't like that movie, but the first Underworld and I've, the first three Underworlds, in my opinion, are fucking badass. The first one probably being the best. I think it rivals with the third one because the Rise of the Lycans is really dope. Like the way that you see the when they're enslaved and they and they free themselves and you know medieval times the vampires aren't married, like all those things really capture my eye but then you got Kate Beckinsale being a total badass in the first one so like and all the toys and gadgets like I'm a sucker for all that stuff but man I love those movies and okay Bloodshot with Vin Diesel this movie was fortunate enough to get a release in theaters and then boom immediately go to digital because of the whole quarantine thing and now I have it on 4k I really loved this this movie. I loved it uh, for what it was, for being the first uh, Valiant comic movie, uh, trying to start up a universe, and hopefully it keeps going with Vin Diesel's company. Uh, you know, the movie, you kind of forget that it's rated PG-13, because I really like the character of Bloodshot. Um, I don't know enough about him to just give you a whole history. It's actually my buddy who is really a, a big fan. Shout out to Gabriel, if you're listening. Uh, it, you know, it's a big, he's a big fan of Bloodshot, and, and he's, an, he's an R-rated character. And this movie's PG-13. That being said, it worked. It worked really well. Uh, Vin Diesel's a badass Bloodshot. Uh, when he goes all in into full Bloodshot, mode when he just gets pale he's got the red circle on his chest it looks really cool i'm not gonna lie it's badass the action scenes are great considering the budget uh, it's made for just just a few million bucks i'm i'm guessing because i heard it had a small budget so i, I i'm guessing it's made it made its money back for sure and considering that you know like how like how i always say when you have a smaller budget usually those are the movies that turn out the best because they're forced into a creative corner and they have to think outside the box to make a certain scene or moment work whereas and you have a 150 to 200 million dollar budget you do whatever you want if you want to fix something you do it digitally if you want to add something you could do it di digitally fix it and post as they say you know you can't really do that much uh uh fix it and post stuff when it comes to uh 
uh, movies with a low budget. Like, it's basically, you don't, maybe you don't have enough money for reshoots or stuff like that. And I thought Bloodshot was just really creative. I thought it was really creative, a lot of fun. Vin Diesel's just having a blast trying to kickstart this universe. And I just thought it was fantastic. And speaking of toys, like before, this film has a lot of cool little gadgets and toys and tech and stuff like that. There's this really cool scene where the two hackers, there's these two hackers just having a hack off. I don't know what that's called, but they're just trying to hack, out hack each other. And it's, it's awesome. You know, even though you don't understand what the fuck and what, what, what algorithm they're using or what the hell is going on, it, it's, you still, you still understand the concept and it's just a lot of fun. Everyone does a great job in the movie. Uh, and basically that's what I have been watching and I have a few more to name, but, uh, I just, uh, I just really want to think about the ones that I want to mention before I do that. But those are basically the ones that, uh, uh, that I'm going to give you for today. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping everybody's staying safe. Everyone just please just do your best to just, you know, be clean. Just practice normal hygiene, all right? I'm not your dad. I'm not your mom. I'm not one of those celebrities trying to do those things. But I'm just, just, just trying to pay it forward. I love you guys, man. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening. And until next time, you're going to hear me talk some bad movies. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, Stuntman Jess, out.